Konnichiwa, everybody. It's time to crack open a cold one. Take off your pants, grab your favorite waifu pillow, and talk some anime with the fellas at Sakin. Anime! Hit the theme music. podcast around i am your sensei for today the water jutsu flinging non jinchuriki yeah that's me mitch and with me as always he is the sasuke to my naruto that's right we are back with part two i mean would you technically be the sasuke to my naruto would you be the side to my naruto since we are talking about shipping in today uh i just want to say that uh shipping in today ladies and gentlemen I'm going to ignore the insult of you calling me Sai, and we're just going to move on. <laughs> With me, as always, is the professor of all things talk and anime. Triple, triple, how's it going? Uh, going good, going good. Dope, How have dope. you been? I mean, I am officially done with human beings now for the day. Uh, oh. So the time I'm recording this, I just got done doing an eight-hour shift at work. At oh, and um, it was just one of those days where it's like everyone decided, hey, let's leave our home today and go and get coffee and shit. So, yeah, I'm just done with people today. So that's that's yeah, how my day is going. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, with that being said, it is a beautiful day to talk some anime triple. So, triple, what have you been watching and or reading today? This week, <sighs> whatever you want to call it. This week, I have been watching my childhood die. Or, Ooh. I guess to say, put a rest to peace. Ooh, tell me. Oh, because uh, as of, what was it, yesterday? The yesterday, the was final the episode, episode with Ash drop. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I want to watch, like, the that's specifically these last couple episodes with Ash in it. Because I'm at the point now with Pokemon that... If I were to pick it up anywhere, I would literally just randomly pick a season because none of it really kind of connects anymore. Um, especially with like how it turned or how like a lot of the Pokemon just kind of went and did its own thing after a while. And like I said, I want to watch this because I want to have that closure of, you know, Ash has been part of my life for, you know, as long as a lot of anime weebs and stuff like that, you know. You know, growing up in like the ni- or the late '90s, early 2000s, I lived off of Pokemon. It was again one of those first animes for me. So I definitely want to watch watch it just to get that closure. Um, it's like when I watch Dragon Ball Z and I finally get to like the non-canonical ending to Dragon Ball Z, and I feel I got that closure. You know, I was satisfied with how like the non-canonical, uh, uh, non-canonical ending to uh, Dragon Ball Z left us. 
know, the the uh, uh, final world tournament, we had, you know, Goku saying goodbye and everything else. And, you know, oh, no, wait, that was GT. Yeah, you don't GT talk was... about GT. No, no, no. The ending is <laughs> GT. don't talk like. about GT. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm caffeinated today, so that's why I'm in a good mood. But, yeah, no. Yeah, GT definitely was... I, I found GT was really the best way you could have ended Dragon Ball Z off. And I'm kind of hoping they do that with Super, but I highly doubt we're going to get an ending anything with Dragon Ball Super because I feel that this is just like the beginning of the end that Dragon Ball Z is just going to keep putting shit out and it's just going to be like uh, a Sword Art Online. I mean, it's already on that like that Brit or that path where it's like it's been out for long enough that no one really cares anymore. But when shit goes down and it gets like popping, that's when people are like, did you see the new episode of Dragon Ball Z? And everyone's like, no, no, because I don't watch that anymore. Because, you know, I go and watch like, you know, like first love romance or, you know, love is war and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, no, um. Trying to think of it because, like, I'm trying to think, think what my first anime would be. And I think the first ever anime I saw was. It's hard for me to remember because, like, I, I remember waking up randomly in the night and seeing it. Mm. Either it was One Piece or it was Ghost in the Shell. Mm. And let me tell you, as like an eight year old watching Ghost in the Shell, kind of traumatic, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I can understand because I watched I watched that as an adult and I and it felt traumatizing. That's just because it was just a horrible fucking movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. The anime Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I mean, I I saw the animated movie for Ghost in the Shell and that was brutal. But it had a TV show. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, I That's... watched I watched the movie when it came to Ghost in the Shell, like the animated movie, and that one was horrible. The uh. The anime was like fucking amazing. That's why everyone says it's horrible. It's a good movie, but in comparison to the a- anime, uh, it- it's kind of shit. Yeah. But yeah, no. I would. Yeah, no. I. There's been some like great anime out there, you know, that have had movies, and the movies just sucked horribly, and people compare, you know, the movies. It's like when you look at something like, you know, uh, on on the lines of like Dragon Ball Z and then you had like Dragon Ball Evolution, you know, like for me personally, like Evolution almost killed my enjoyment for Dragon Ball Z as like an IP because of just how horrible it was. And I mean, M. Night Shyamalan's um, movie for Avatar Last Airbender almost did that to me too, but I mean, we're not... <sighs> Do we really want to call Avatar an anime? You know, I would consider it one. You can call it either one. Well, there's uh, this is definitely an episode I would love to actually sit down and talk about because I would love to actually sit and actually talk about Avatar because Avatar was a show I loved watching growing up, and it was one of the shows that you know I was actually watching when I was in recovery during my uh, time at the hospital. Like it was on TV. It was like. I'd get two episodes of Avatar, and I'd get Korra, the last Airbender, or the, and then I get Korra, you know? 
Yeah. I, I, I fucking loved Avatar. Avatar would be a good one. We, we kind of yeah. got off topic, though. Um, <laughs> we yeah, always get fucking, off topic on this We show. always get off topic. I'm, I'm throwing this back into the Pokemon. Yeah, fucking Ash's journey's done. He's finally reached the end, and now he's... Yeah. Um, oh, um, buddy, it hurt. It hurt. <sighs> after, after what? Like tw- I think I read it was like after like 25 years. 25, 26 years of Ash being in Pokemon, and now it's going to be like, okay... It's time for the new generation. Is Pokemon still gonna be able to carry itself without the main pro tag? You know, uh, uh, it's gonna be in t- it's gonna get some backlash. But I am honestly, oh, I can say it for like one for, for right now. I am satisfied with how they ended Ash's journey. Like yeah. it hurts to see him go. But God, I'll be damned if it wasn't like a. I fucking if it wasn't a I, I loved it moment like mm. he's been here so long it felt like it felt like he was never gonna stop we had the jokes going blah 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 I would just be happy as hell just he he's done now he he finished uh, I'm I'm happy with that yeah I know I was uh, I I like I said I just noticed this I think it was today actually I was scrolling through my Facebook and it popped up saying. Um, uh, after 26 years, uh, yesterday was Ash and Pikachu's final journey, their final episode. It's like, fuck, 25, 26 years. Like, I'm, I outdate, you know, I'm older than fucking Ash and Pikachu, you know, their whole entire journey. And that hurts thinking about that because that's like my childhood. And, you know, but I mean, I could also say that about like Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff. Like Yu-Gi-Oh was like a huge part of my childhood too, growing up because oh, you know, I remember playing Yu-Gi-Oh with my brother while we were watching Yu-Gi-Oh on you know Saturday morning cartoons and stuff like that. So yeah, and, and I, I think it's just one of those things that you just sit back and you look at all these animes that know we we either get like the final conclusion to their story or it's they never end but you know the the, it's nice to see i think it was time and i think a lot of animes that have been going around for this long really need to actually kind of look at how pokemon's doing it it's like we've been doing this for so long now maybe it's time that we move on we put someone else in the reins of this and see how this shit fucking goes, you know, because again, I, I don't know why I keep talking about Dragon Ball. Oh, because I was watching um, the Dragon Ball Z abridged uh, guys do commentary on uh, one of the new episodes today or one of their old episodes uh, today. And, oh, um, yeah. Because if no one knows, um, uh, I am like a huge Dragon Ball Z fan, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged is probably one of my favorite things on YouTube as a whole. Um, so I'm watching them going through and doing like the director's commentary on the episodes. And uh, today was the Vegeta versus uh, Android 19 uh, fight that happened in Dragon Ball Z. So uh, that's why my mind's like heavy on Dragon Ball Z. And yeah, it reminds me of reading the article about how you know, Dragon Ball Z was supposed to continue without Goku. Like, Goku was supposed to die at the Cell Saga, and he wasn't supposed to come back. Like, it was supposed to be Gohan. Gohan was supposed to be the guy to take the reins and be the main character. But 
because Toriyama believed that Dragon Ball Z couldn't, uh, he didn't like Gohan enough to be a main character. That's why he brought Goku back for the Boo Saga. And I think, I think honestly, in all reality, because we're seeing it now with the new Dragon Ball Z movie, that something where it's Gohan and Piccolo centered, it can pull and it can push. So it's opening up the idea of why couldn't we have given Gohan a chance? You know, again, there's Dragon Balls. You give Gohan an entire arc to himself. See if the fans like it. If not, then you bring Goku back. Or, you know, you do Boo Saga. But put out a saga where it's all about Gohan being the number one. You know, being the Goku, being the Earth's uh, mightiest protector. But no, because, you know, people say, hey, this isn't going to work anymore, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, um... Sorry, I'm at a I'm at a loss for words right now. Um, yeah, no, like fucking Dragon Ball is fucking legendary for a reason. It's iconic. I'm pretty sure it's part of everybody, every big anime fans like childhood and I, growing up. And the thing that kills me the most about this, and I would love to actually sit down and have like a full blown like conversation of Dragon Ball Z, get like some actual like Dragon Ball Z fans on here. The thing that kills me most about this is that everyone shits on Dragon Ball Z for being, you know. Uh, horrible power scaling, horrible character writing, shit like that. If it wasn't for Dragon Ball Z, we wouldn't have the level of anime that we have now. Like People keep forgetting that Dragon Ball Z, yeah, it's not the big three, but Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon and Astro Boy from the 60s, like these are the shows that gave us anime in the West and brought anime to you know, more popularity. If it wasn't for Dragon Ball Z pokemon and sailor moon and all those shows in like the early 90s early like super early 2000s before like the one pieces and everything came out those were the animes that were pushing anime and getting it popular you know we had pokemon and that bred off or that spread off into digimon that dragon ball z dragon ball z basically gave birth to the battle shonen that everyone loves to watch and enjoy nowadays if it wasn't for dragon ball z and everyone who wants to shit on it you wouldn't have all these animes because every mangaka will link dragon ball z somewhere and saying that it is the inspiration for them doing it and again i like i said i hate to i hate to be the dragon ball z defender on here but it's like I shit on this shit as much as possible, but it's legendary for a reason. It moved the needle for anime for a reason. It is the same with Bleach, it's the same with One Piece, and it is the same with the show that we're talking about today, Naruto. These animes have made anime what it is. For everyone who goes on podcasts and social media that wants to shit on One Piece uh, for being too long or um, Naruto for the horrible character writing, or Bleach for whatever bullshit reason. Um, yeah, these animes are not on tier with half of the shit that's coming out now that's, like, god tier. We're seeing it with um, One Piece, or with Bleach coming out and getting the new season, that these animes are still great anime. It's just, you know, you can hate an anime and shit everyone has their own opinion 
But you have to respect the re the thing is that these animes are the reason why we have anime today. As much as people want to, you know, shit on Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, and that, if it wasn't for these shows, we wouldn't be having a lot of English dub. We wouldn't have, you know, all these shows. Like, everyone would have to try and, like, go through Japan, like they do now through pirating websites, to watch the anime that they love. We wouldn't have these things if it wasn't for those animes, you know? just got silent yeah yeah it got really fucking silent didn't it i i think we should uh move on get back now get back on topic uh get so, back on topic you yeah so what, what you got, into, you watching, got a watching fanboy mode sorry i i went to my dragon ball z apologi uh, apologist uh side sorry uh so yeah what have you been watching oh, my ass, you're like else? fuck your opinions this is Dragon Ball is the greatest fucking I'm piece sorry. of anime. Hey, I'm not saying it's the greatest piece of anime. I'm just saying. No, 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 people, no. We're not going down that rabbit hole again. Keep going. Keep going. Respect, people just need to respect it. I'm sorry. I'm a little salty today. Um, I also listened to like the new Segoy Summit, and Dylan's take on Bleach really is. It's a thing. It's a thing. He, like, I guess he doesn't like it. He's huh? a great... I, I love Dylan. He's a great guy, but yeah, no, like he will literally shit on our anime, man. Like he literally like just says he only it's the likes most one piece five out he... of five anime, uh, or you know, he goes five point five out of ten. Uh, uh, wouldn't recommend it to anyone. I would dare say I would fucking always recommend Bleach to people if they want to watch good anime. Fucking watch Bleach. If you haven't watched Bleach, fucking watch Bleach. Damn it, it is a good fucking anime. It's one of the big three. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he has he has like a couple that he likes and <laughs> Yeah, I know he's he suckles on the teat of One Piece way too hard. He rides hard for One Piece and I respect that. Everyone's got their animes. I'm that way with Dragon Ball Z. I'm ride and die with Dragon Ball Z. But still, you got to respect We these say this animes. with love, Dylan. We say this with love, Dylan. Yes. yes, we do. We say it with love, but you know, Bleach is one of the best anime for a reason. You know. But, yes. So, yeah, Triple, sorry. I, like I said, I'm just in, like, a debate Damn, mode you, right now. Sorry. I'm fucking just, shot I'm mode, up. too. That, that was, fired mode, man. Yeah, damn. All right. All right. Fuck it. All right. Now, I already talked about what I have, and I'm pretty sure you talked about what you were watching just now, did you? Uh, no. So, um, I have continued my odyssey in the world of One Piece. Um... Speaking again. of One Piece, let's go into One Piece. <laughs> yes, again, um, I have been watching One Piece. It is the only anime that I'm currently watching right now um, because me and my wife are watching um, one of our old shows that we used to watch. And then we're going to go back to watching Naruto and then catch up on the animes that we're watching right now. Um, but, yeah, no, One Piece. Uh, I'm in Water 7, finally, um, because I think last episode I was, like, right at the Foxy Pirates, like, turn um so yeah i'm in water seven now i am at the part where it's just about to be luffy versus usopp um so i'm getting like really excited for that because it's it's getting really good uh met frankie um didn't realize this because i uh i've been watching it dubbed uh just to get through water seven quickly and then i'm gonna basically watch all the dub that's out for um and on netflix switch over to Crunchyroll and watch the rest of it uh, subbed. Um, 
Yeah, no, uh, that the English voice actor for Frankie is the guy who does um, Ishin and uh, Kempachi from uh, Bleach. Yes. That's our English voice actor. And I heard that voice and I'm like, hey, wait, I know that voice. And I had to Google it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm loving, I like I said, I'm loving One Piece. Uh, I, I try every morning when I get up early to sit and watch at least two or three episodes a day is what I'm trying to do right now. Uh, my day's off. I usually try and binge as much as possible. I'm usually watching One Piece when I'm editing and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but let's move on to today's topic. And today, ladies Lord and gentlemen, knows we're going to need the time. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to an end of our Big Three conversation uh, this week. We are officially talking about Naruto Shippuden, which I know a lot of people say is the better of the two uh, between Naruto and uh, Shippuden. That's, I mean, that's, again, we're talking about people's opinions. Um, In all reality, I find Shippuden's better for the battles. Because we had some... So with all of Shippuden, we had some fantastic fucking fights so you know we have I versus Kizume we have fucking uh, Naruto versus Pain which is probably one of my favorite fights in all of um, Naruto I would say it's up there in anime fights would be my top 10 for sure it would definitely be top 10 top 5 it would have to be up there because the animation that they put into this it's probably the nicest anime that they have had in all of Naruto, except for the couple times where it gets really janky. There is times in the Naruto versus Pain fight where animation gets really fucked up. Um, where like no, no, Pain, they, did, they, they did that Pain on like purpose. He does like the the wavy arm flailing tube man fucking movements around all the time. His face gets all fucking janked up and shit. But like uh, the the, not, the the artistic the person behind it. Uh, actually went out and said they did it on purpose because like what they were trying to put out there was that these fuckers are like hitting and moving so fucking fast they're kind of just distorting reality at that point and and so like, these are like the upper echelon fighters like duking it the fuck out so hard that like reality is just shifting before them it's not full on bending like with uh, what happens later on with like fucking night guy but like it's it's, it's, wavy. it's wavy right now <laughs> I definitely would love to actually have us sit down and talk about our favorite fights in anime because I think this this one would probably be up there for us. Um, Pain versus Naruto. Because I mean, in all yeah. of, in all of Naruto, I mean, iconic fights wise, you have Naruto versus Pain, you have Naruto versus Sasuke uh, at the the Valley of the End. Um, then you have Naruto versus Sasuke, Valley of the End Part Two, where everyone loses an arm in that fight um and you have like i mean do you really want to count jiraiya versus pain as an iconic fight i mean oh absolutely yes i would so let's talk about another great fight in this you Again, fucking kidding naruto naruto shippuden had amazing fights and another one i always loved but it's, i hate it too because i just know how it ends 
is the Jiraiya versus Pain fight. Like, he goes through all of this, is able to take down two of the paths of Pain, and, you know, for all of that, still gives out information for everyone so they know what they're, uh, what's in store, and Jiraiya dies at the end of it. And it is... The most those... painful fucking moments I've ever had in Naruto. The it was the of... saddest fucking thing I've been through. The thing that hurts the most is the build-up to that. Because we literally see Jiraiya going and having moments with everyone that's important to him. He has his moment with Naruto where Naruto is training to learn chakra nature and to learn his control better. You know, uh, they're relaxing underneath the tree. They have the popsicles together. A moment, like, that's one of those things that um, I have a how stone am I gauge. Um, and I have, like, three clips that I watch. If I cry in one of those three, I know I'm stoned enough and I'm emotional enough. Those those moments are, um, it's Jiraiya's last moments. So it's a compilation of Jiraiya with Naruto and Tsunade. Which hurts, I think, hurts the most. Also from the fact is the guy never really found out that the woman that he had feelings for had feelings for him in the end. You know? And, like... That's that's brutal. Um, another one of the moments is the uh, funeral scene from Full Metal Alchemist, because that shit gets uh. fucking depressing as fuck. And the last scene is um, Escanor's death in Seven Deadly Sins. Man, you're just so, spoiling like anime upon anime right now. I understand that if, if these are animes that people need to go and watch, um, Seven Deadly Sins. Um, is another one of those animes I would love to sit down and talk about because that was another good Netflix anime. I know uh, Netflix has a couple of them. I would love to actually look through some Netflix anime and actually review them. Um, but yeah, no, Seven Deadly Sins, Escanor's Death is definitely one of those ones that like, it, it still hurts watching that. Um I'm not going to go into detail on how he dies and stuff, but yeah, no, like Dryad's last moments, the funeral from Full Metal Alchemist and Escanor's death are the three ones that still make me a little teary eye. And of course there's some other ones that, you know, I also watch too, but no, the Jiraiya is definitely one of those characters that we see his growth a lot more in Shippuden than when we're introduced to him in Naruto. Because we don't get a lot of time with Jiraiya and Naruto because he's off doing missions. Or when he does show up and takes Naruto away, we don't see anything. That's why I'm kind of hoping, and I know a lot of people are hoping for this too, and a lot of people have speculated, and you know the YouTube channels have all said, hey, this is what's going to happen. That these four episodes that are coming up for Naruto could potentially be what... Naruto and Jiraiya were doing during the time skip between the end of Naruto and the beginning of Shippuden when Naruto returns to Konoha. So I'm hoping that's what we get. And I wouldn't be against, and I know I've said this to my wife and my wife's like, no, that would be stupid, but I know an anime studio would do this. I wouldn't be against getting a revision of Naruto versus Sasuke in the Valley of the End from OG Naruto, but with new animation. I think because that the clip that they have out there, the couple minute clip of them fighting with new animation is fucking mm -hmm. fire. And I know it would pop off hard and people would be begging for more Naruto. But 
like I said, I'm hoping that the the four episodes that we're getting uh, that are coming out in September, I believe, is their timeline for it. Um, obviously, uh-huh. timelines tend to change depending on the studio stuff like that. But as of us recording, they're saying that it's December uh, or September, sorry, of 2023 is when we're getting four episodes of Naruto, and I'm excited, and I know we're definitely going to be probably talking about those four episodes when they come out. We will review them for something. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'm excited. But back to the the topic at hand. Um, Naruto Shippuden had fantastic fights. Um, obviously, the Great Ninja War arc was great for having like its moments of great character built uh, building. Get, uh, we got some closure with a bunch of other characters that we didn't have before. Um, an- another one of my favorite uh, moments was when Choji had his big moment um, in Shippuden. It was during the fight with Asuma, the reincarnated Asuma. That moment and stuff like that when Asuma came back was so awesome. Because that, that fight that Asuma had, like, like the last moment that we had with him, that was also great too. Like it was great seeing some of the, you know, the, the senseis and stuff having a little bit more of a shine because of the Ninja war arc. We got to see more of what they were able to do but when we had like Asuma's fight. That was really great. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't call it one of the best fights of Naruto, but it was up there as a really good fight. And, um, it was also the reason, you know, we give Shikamaru the growth to become a better person and become more motivated and a better per, uh, fighter and stuff like that um, with that death. And that was what a lot of Naruto Shippuden did, is that we had a lot of character growth through a lot of the side characters, which is nice. Because I know one of the things people love to shit on about the Naruto is that they don't know how to really properly write characters the moments when everyone has their moments, it's always well written. Whenever someone, even in OG Naruto, you know, when Sasuke versus uh, Ino happened, or not Sasuke, Sakura versus Ino, Sakura had her moment of character growth, and that was great. And then we had it again in, you know, Naruto Shippuden with Choji, with Shikamaru. Um, Sakura had character growth. Naruto had a shit ton of character growth. I mean, again, we're talking about an anime that centers around the main character. It's all written to be the main character is the main character. But then we also have to sprinkle in all these like fantastic fucking fights. Um, definitely another one I would love to uh, throw in there is uh, Madara versus uh, Lee or Guy, or like the little bit that they had for a fight. That, like chunk of time they f- spent fighting was amazing because it was like. Say uh, six uh, path of six or uh, the path of the six sage uh, Madara versus guy who goes full eight inner gates, and we see how the eight inner gates work and how amazing it is, and then we see the destructive power that comes from it. Obviously, with guy almost dying from it, but you know Naruto comes in with the hell or the hail mary and saves everybody. Um, yeah, no, we had like really good fights, like. I mean, like, a, a nice little one happened early on, and it was uh, Gara versus Daedra. That was a really interesting fight. Um, because Daedra was the only other person that actually gave Gara a run for his money. 
fights leading up to the great, uh, you know, the ninja war. So it was really interesting to see um, how far everyone came to with the time skip, because that's what we also saw too, is everyone's growth from that time skip. He could have easily have left it to just being Naruto, Sakura, and obviously Sasuke and Kakashi, like never giving anyone else shine, but Shippuden really did give time to shine for specific characters and it made sense. Yeah. I loved uh, Datara as a whole, and I I, I, yeah. I heard one opinion about it uh, being that um, they loved Datara just because of how much he did not give a shit or he, how much he hated <laughs> fucking it, it, the Uchiha. Mm. He, he hated the Uchiha because of the fucking Sharingan. <laughs> oh, hold on, lightsaber. Uh, he hated that because, like, um, uh, he thinks, and I quote, the eyes are bullshit. I mean, if you he's think like, about they, it, they, they are not hard work. You don't, you just get them, and then you just God. He's like, it's bullshit. It doesn't make sense, and I hate it. And I was I like, mean, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. That's that's the kind of cheat codes. It is. I mean, like, you get a tailed beast, or you get like some kind of visual prowess. It's a cheat code. I mean, like with Neji and Hinata and shit like that. With uh, you know the Bi- or the Baki- or God Byakugan. You can't um, even call the Byakugan too busted anyway. I mean, like. like the Bi- the Byakugan's cool, but you have to be ridiculously, like, strong already to, like, make good use of it. Neji did it because he's a fucking genius, and Hinata just was too, like, the reason she didn't look like a genius, she is, was because she was just too shy at first. Yeah. But, like, going forward, like, she was, like, th- this is put in perspective, just how fucking strong and smart she is. She was the youngest person in the shinobi world to create a, uh, her own jutsu aside from minato at a young age mm. she's the second youngest and the only one that like was younger than her that made one by their age was fucking minato who is naruto's dad the fourth okage who they say is a genius above all geniuses and even the the jutsu that he made wasn't a hundred percent like he created the Ra- the Razingan, and it wasn't perfect it was not a perfected jutsu it was naruto who perfected the jutsu in the end it was yeah, basically Na- just naruto's like the biggest genius yeah and naruto naruto's the the idiot savant that's what i really see naruto as like he's not a bright character but his growth and when he actually puts his mind to shit, he becomes fantastic. Again, like we talked about in the last Naruto episode, he it took him like two minutes of reading a scroll to be able to learn how to do the multi-shadow clone jutsu, which was a forbidden jutsu at the time. A forbidden jutsu? No, it's even more fucking ridiculous because like people do not give that motherfucker credit for like being how smart he is. Not only is he a tactical genius, he's also fucking a... Su- like you said, a savant at, like, stealth. Motherfucker wore bright orange sh- shit constantly, and at the age of, like, what, fucking 8, 7, 10, 11, was out-stealthing Anbu Black Ops with his pranks. No one caught him until he had already done them, or no one had, like, was able to catch him by the end of it. it was, he was fucking ridiculous with how stealthy he is, especially wearing bright orange. The motherfucker's ridiculously good at shit. And yeah. not to mention, like you said, it took him, like, what, a couple, like, an hour, to two hours tops to learn, like, a forbidden jutsu that is considered deadly. Yeah. Like, the Shadow Clone jutsu. And then he uses it, like, in a way that only he can to then not only, like, let, let's put it, let's put it in, like, another perspective. Like, 
let's say like everybody uses shadow clone jutsu or a form of shadow clone jutsu so let, let, let's let's use that as a as a tier peg to put him down okay yeah a lot of people know that He's the only one, to my knowledge, aside from Kakashi, Jiraiya, and Minato, that know how to do a fucking Rasengan. No, well, now Sasuke, too. And he learned it in, what, three days? Uh... Fucking three days, he learned and mastered a Rasengan. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean, like, he, he learned how to do it his way. That was the thing, like, he learned to do it where it made sense for him, where he could understand how to do it. Doesn't but, matter. He learned how to do yeah. it. It's fucking crazy. And, it's also and eventually, the- he got so good with it, he doesn't need hand signs anymore. Yeah. He and just does yeah. it. Uh, I mean, I did see that clip when he showed um, Barto how to do it, and he just raised his hand and summoned a fucking Rosin gun with like it was nothing. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. need the prep anymore. He's so he like legitimately the only reason he did it with the shadow clones before was at first it was to keep it stable. Mm. He needed he needed them at first. By Shippuden, the only reason he did it was because it was a fast charge time. Otherwise, it took a little bit. Yeah. And by the end, when he was fighting with Sasuke, he doesn't need that shit. He's so good at it, he can make a full power one in the matter of a second. Less than a second. Uh, and, and, and that's that, a- like, Then you get into Boruto territory, and the motherfucker doesn't even have to think. It's just second nature to him now. Yeah, no, that was, that was the one thing during that Naruto and Sasuke fight, uh, the second one, uh, the final fight that they had, the final battle was really dope was when he's doing the Rasengan and all of a sudden you just see everyone's hands just slowly going in and rotating it and that's when you really see him like fully mastering it like that's him mastering that jutsu was that moment against Sasuke you know because we we saw him get close to doing it so many times you know when he developed uh, the the wind style uh, Razen Shuriken stuff like that when he started actually using more versions of it it was that moment when you know he's when everyone's hand is coming in and they're rotating it and he's able to do it was when a lot of people say that's when he perfected the Razengan was at that moment against Sasuke because you know still at that point he did still have to rely on shadow clones to help you know make the rotation happen but when he had that moment near the end of that fight that's when they said, yeah, he could do it without needing Shadow Clones to do it. And that, that too, like, let's talk about that fucking fight for a moment. Like, the fucking Naruto, the final fight, the big, the best fight in Naruto? Naruto versus Sasuke basically going all fucking out. Okay, is... I, I need to put a rumor to rest first and fucking foremost. No, there is no fucking way Sasuke was ever going to beat Naruto in that no, fight. No. Like I've seen so many people say, "Oh yeah, no, they're about even." Like, no, the fuck, they are not. Oh god, like no. even like, even Sasuke admitted, like Naruto's been playing defense almost the entire fight. Yeah, like, the only time he decided to put in actual work was near the end, where he whooped his ass. Yeah, no, like in the first fight, like a lot of people don't know this, but Naruto was pulling his punches that first fight because his whole point was, "I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to fight you until you accept that I'm your friend, and I'm going to take I- you back to the leaf." I, I want to also put into like the level of exhaustion that had to happen for that too. Oh God! All the right. fact that so, they both so, so, had the Great Ninja War, and then they go and fight Madara. Then they fucking fight like the being that created Ninjutsu as a fucking whole. And then these two dickheads go and decide, "Hey, we're gonna fight one last time." No. So 
so so to put I, w- I just want to point out because people said like oh yeah no they're 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 similar in chakra naruto's a fucking ocean and that's that's to put it in a fucking that's an insult to his amount of chakra because at that point in time naruto had not only died once i'm pretty sure he had died almost twice at one point he had supplied the entire fucking i want shinobi army with chakra multiple times over for giving them all kcm1 cloaks he had still not had only uh, chakra to go and to spare chakra to go. He got Kuruma ripped out of him, taking his reserves to zero. Revived, got another Kuruma placed into him. Had another, like, still had Kuruma half of Kuruma out of him. That was barely able to like just got onto out of uh, fighting a literal fucking god of all chakra. It's where he just barely won Vio fucking wits. Yeah, and proceeded to then. Use up his chakra ridiculous like an amount with not only saving guy but also giving Kakashi a new eye, creating new body parts and limbs for them, putting a seal on them, and then not only that, he's also having to deal with the fact that like the entire fight he was fighting with Sasuke, Sasuke ran out of chakra midway through, mm. had to take all the seven, uh, all the other beast chakra into him to fight him on somewhat par, and then Sasuke still had to draw chakra out of naruto directly so they could somewhat be on par near the end this is legitimately speaking naruto is so fucking busted when there's a amount of reserve with his chakra amount it's ungodly how fucking powerful he is and this is why i i kind of understand where you know death battle is coming from when they had naruto versus ichigo and naruto won like i understand that i mean we're also comparing a guy who has basically the powers of a god versus Ichigo. Which I, I still don't get. Cause so so here, here's the thing about Naruto, like in, in that fight. Um when the, when Sasuke and Naruto are fighting, they no longer have access to the sage mode. Yeah. Like they have the they have the they have the, the they have the Rinnag- the Shari Rinnegan, yep. or the Rene Sharingan, and Naruto does have the Chutsu orbs and he has does has access to like the sage mode he does. But they aren't able to provide chakra anymore. They he can't create that shit anymore. Yeah. Like uh, all that energy that they had in that fight with Kaguya immediately got to returned to Hagoromo as soon as the seal got hit. Mm. And as soon as they, that happened, they lost a significant amount of their chakra. They're not as strong as that anymore. Mm. So when Death Battle pulled that shit out against them, I was like, ah, oh, buddy, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure, like. And, like, Ichigo they had was, like, I don't even think it was Ichigo with, like, a thousand-year blood war arc, Ichigo. It was, it was. Was? Okay. It's been, it a, it's was, been a while since I watched that, uh, that one. It, it's also, they're also having to handicap Ichigo severely because they can't take into account his Bankai. Yeah. Because there are events that you will see what, 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 yeah. why. We don't, we don't know what his Bankai is capable of. We have an idea. I have an idea. And I've seen a couple people have it. So, so uh, we'll, I'll, I'll go into it quickly, then we can return back to Naruto. Yeah. Um, with, not, with, with Bleach, we never really figure out what the ability behind Zangetsu is, or Tensa Zangetsu is. But there is a, a quote that keeps repeating onto itself, like at the beginning and near the end. Um, and that is, give me a sword that will shatter fate. So... The idea is that, like, rather than being like an active attack or an ability... Um, Ichigo just has a passive ability to completely destroy fate and just always win a fight. 
so he'll always figure out a way for him to win. I mean, and we, we do. It, it, it's fucking ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous of an idea, but it, it does work somewhat to his to his advantage. Either we, way, going back see, into Naruto, we do. See, I mean, I I just want to t- uh, touch on that. We do see that a lot in the anime, though. Like Ichigo gets his ass kicked a lot, trains, comes back, and wins. Like okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll say uh, like. I, I, I've heard this, like, saying, like, oh, who has the most potential? Motherfucker, Ichigo does. Easy. Easy Ichigo. Ichigo has the greatest potential, like, to be the strongest in all of anime. Period. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, we, we, we talked about how like, much of a genius Naruto is. Mm. There is no fucking comparison to how fucking much of a genius Ichigo is. Yeah. Like, his shit was so fucking disgustingly, like... He learned shit so fucking fast and got the hang of things mm. so ridiculously fast. It makes sense that, like, that's what I think his ability is. Mm. He is so fucking adept at learning new shit so quickly. It's absurd. Oh, and, and again, we have seen that. Like, it didn't take him long to learn when he was put into training. When Ichigo is sh- trained and shown how to do shit, he masters that shit very quickly. Insanely quick. Like, Bankai itself was like resi- like to even be able to attain that, you have to be at a level of like a cap, yeah. like a, a lieutenant. Yeah, you had to be. First. Yeah, yeah, you had to be a lieutenant or a captain to be able to do. Uh, you, the you, to, to start out, no, like to to start out, you need to be able to uh, communicate with your thing at will, which apparently not a lot of people are able to do. Mm. Uh, then you need to be able to manifest your Bankai in actual person to train with it. Then it takes about a hundred some odd years. That that that's saying it roughly too, like pretty early on, to obtain a bankai, or to get a stage of a bankai, and then it takes another ten years of constant training to master it. Mm. Ichigo did it in three days. It takes some odd of like a hundred and fifty to a hundred twenty years to like obtain, get, and then master a bankai. Mm. He did it in like. You could compare that to like a millisecond. It, it was like, bro, it took like three days for him to get to learn that. It is so ridiculous that he. Not only was it like a good fucking bon, it was it was a fake bonkai. Like he did, he never had a real one to get, start off with. His fucked up, twisted version of a bonkai won him a fight against a goddamn captain, and then he kept fighting afterwards and nearly died after like having, being almost cut in half and he still kept going. Yeah. But he I got cleaned bro. It, he's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we should try and get back on uh, Naruto because this is the problem when we talk bleach, we get fired up and we actually start gushing about D- Damn straight, damn straight, sorry. <laughs> um We're officially a bleach podcast. We're now called Talk and Bleach. <laughs> We're 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 fanboys. We can't help it. All right. So going into Naruto and that fight again. So yeah, no, it was one of the greatest fucking fights I've seen in my life. Like so with Naruto, the healing levels of Naruto. This is why I believe you were there when we had the dungeon party um, episode. The dungeon party, episode? and like we made our own. Like uh, if we were to go into like a dungeon. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like this is why when I said like oh yeah, Naruto would be my healer. The stuff that he pulled off during the Great Ninja War when he showed up is the reason why I said, like, I know there's a lot of better healers out in uh, all of anime, but it's the fact that Naruto was able to heal everybody and then still be able to continue without needing to stop. 
is the fact that I picked him to be my healer in my group. Obviously, he would also, you know, be a, you know, attack and stuff like that, but like he would be there to heal. It's because of the moment in the uh, the Great Ninja War arc when he goes through and he heals everybody essentially. That's why I said, "Oh yeah, Naruto would be my healer hands down." I'll he he would have to be like that specific version of him. Yeah. But um yeah, he can't do that anymore. Yeah, like like I said, it would be that Naruto if I had to really pick somebody. Um, yeah, like even Sakura. Like if I had to pick someone from Naruto to be a healer, it would also be Sakura because Sakura is one of the best healing ninjas in Konoha. Like she surpassed uh, Tsunade. They have said that yeah, in absolutely. the anime that she. Everyone basically, the three Sonning who went to t- or who went and trained them, they all surpassed the Sonning. It is obvious that Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura passed Tsunade, Orochimaru, and Jiraiya. It is obvious that can clear as day that those yeah. three surpassed their masters. And we see it with Kakashi too. Like they basically surpassed Kakashi in ways. Like, yeah, Kakashi's still like God t- you know, a high great uh battle ninja. Um I don't really know if he's got the Sharingan anymore, because again, I'm out of the loop of Naruto after Naruto. So, um, you're not, you're not missing like, okay. So after I'll, I'll go over quickly, just like what Naruto's capable. Cause he's, he is, he seems weaker. Like I'll put it that the feeling there is that he's weaker, but like specifically speaking, he isn't weaker. Uh, so afterwards, um, Naruto, while he doesn't have access to the sage mode anymore, or like the, the six, six, of sage path mode, I just call it that for short. Um, he does. He did keep the the natures that he got from it. Um, so technically speaking, I'm I'm. He hasn't shown it yet, but he does have access to different hereditary things now, since he has access to literally every single chakra nature possible. It means that he literally has access to just about every single like chakra nature you could do. He has lava release. He has steam released, magnet release. Um. He definitely can have wood release now. Like he, he, he. Not only does he have like the water and the earth, yep. he also has the um, Hashirama cells in his arm now. Yep. So he can absolutely use wood release if he so wished. Which I'm a bit confused why he never does that. Yeah. Um. And I think, but I think um, he, the, the canonical he, thing. He learned, it's it's like there's. Okay. Um. I think I remember re- uh, reading somewhere that it's a lot of training. Um, that he would have had to do to be able to master wood release because wood release is a very difficult um, combination of uh, chakra control or natures to be able to use as a jutsu. Again, the only reason why uh, Yamato was able to do it is because basically Yamato is a clone of... he was he was raised to do yeah. it like from birth. Yeah, he was raised to do it, so that's why he's able to. Do... Even then, he's not that good at yeah, it. No, like, like he he's good at it, yeah. but he's nowhere near like what Hashirama no, or Madara were capable. I mean, of. like we're we're looking at like when Naruto. Uh, I think we had it in Shippuden actually was when we got to see Madara versus Hashirama. We saw like insane levels of how um, strong he uh he gets like hashirama goes when he goes full out against madara because that was a fucking fantastic fight too fucking though the big fight where um you know um madara had control over kurama 
and oh fuck i mean even playing like um naruto uh ninja storm four or ninja storm three i think it's the one that i have um it's it's yeah. one of the that's the last one that came out before like the new one got announced um uh that was like the first fight you had in story mode was their fight and that was that reminds me of how awesome that fight was and uh yeah it, it puts into perspective because like now that kurama isn't around sadly and i can't even count the spoiler this happened like two years ago no now, I, I, I already like, i already know yeah after what happened with with kurama he, naruto no longer has kurama kurama is essentially passed away permanently now because yeah. um, if, if i remember correctly spoilers um kurama basically gave him uh, gave up his life to make sure that naruto survived i believe that naruto was no. close to dying i could be wrong though i i was out of context no so so what happened was naruto uh they were fighting uh that the ishiki the the, the big bad yeah and um, what was happening was that like Naruto knew that they weren't going to win, and he was talking with Kurama, and Kurama just kind of thought to himself for a second. He's like, I, what if I told you I have a way for you to win? Yeah, the- he was just like, why didn't you tell me that at first? And he was just like, because if we access this mode, it, equal- it-, it equates to death. And he was like, well, why didn't you tell me? Let's go ahead and do that. And he was just like, you're really willing to die for this. And he was just like, yeah, of course. No, I've got to protect my people. I've got to protect this. And I, most of all, I've got to protect like my son. And he was just like, all right, I'll, I, will, I will do this. What is it? This is called, this is called Baryon mode. What I'm essentially going to be doing is we're going to be using chakra as a basis for essentially what is called nuclear fusion. And he was like, what does that mean? And he's like, don't worry about it. You're not smart enough to understand what that means yet. Um, but you will be later, hopefully. And what uh, Kuruma basically did was he started using uh, Chakra as a battery and started using his chak- or the Chakra that he had and using it to knock into um, Ishiki's Chakra, causing like a nuclear reactor, which is basically like uh, fueling... Like You can just imagine this. Baryon Mode gave like Naruto the strength and the equation of like multiple nuclear bombs going off in one single movement. Just him existing was essentially like a nuke. And he was hitting Ishiki with that amount of like pressure. And at the exact same time, since he was making contact with Ishiki, he was also detonating like his own chakra. So he was not only blowing up his chakra, he was also blowing up Ishiki's chakra while they were at it. And essentially started using them both as fuel to keep them going. And near the end of it, like, uh, at that point in time, Baryon Mo was so fucking strong that Ishiki, who had been clearly laying hands on, like, both uh, Sage, Sage Mo, Sage Kuruma no- Mode, um, Naruto, and Rene Sharigan, uh, Sasuke with Boruto and uh, Kawaki's help, they weren't winning that fight. But Baryon Mode, Ishiki couldn't do fucking thing. And the cost of that was Kurama's chakra, not Naruto. Because it required Kurama to use his own chakra, not Naruto's. So when they asked, like, are you sure you want to do this? And it was basically just him saying that, like, hey, I need you to answer for me because I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it willingly. But if you were, you were to ask me to do it, I would absolutely do it for you. And Naruto didn't realize that until it was over too late. And, um... Essentially, it was literally just uh, Kurama giving up his life 
and using up his existence because their creatures made a chakra, the cro- the chakra 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 creatures, and he used up his existence to uh, give Naruto that mode temporarily. So now Naruto not only does he not have Kurama's like chakra reserve, mm. he no longer has the regeneration, he no longer has super healing, he no longer has um, uh, the superhuman strength he once had, and he can't go into the feel like Kurama mode where he can sense feelings and whatnot. Mm. He can't do that anymore. He also lost his sage abilities as well. Mm. Uh, but he does have well, he lost his sage's six paths abilities uh, that was related to Kurama being there. Um, he can't access the uh, the fucking r- the the room for um, the Jinchuriki anymore, and he's essentially just Naruto now. And Naruto can still access Sage Sage mode, uh, but I think at this point in time he's gonna have to start learning Wood Release if he wants to uh, be able to keep up with what the fuck's gonna happen. So that's essentially what happened with Naruto and how he lost Kurama. Um, going back into Naruto Shippuden, though, that final fight was the biggest fucking fight I think I've seen. The, the fucking, they did the, they did the fucking Kakashi thing where they, like, uh, went back and they, um, did the flashbacks to, as they were fighting, they had flashbacks to the original fight, they had the sparring events, and what fucking hit me was the whole, like, you know when, uh, Sasuke was looking at Naruto, Mm. and, like, it started, like, going through when they were, like, younger to older, and you just see, started seeing more and more people go on Naruto's side. And the final thing was Sasuke knew he lost, both morally and, like, the actual fight itself. And the final thing he saw was just him standing by Naruto, staring at himself. He was like, "Ah, oh, man, I fucked up. I fucking loved that shit. That shit was so fucking good. I hijacked that conversation now, but you're you're more than welcome to go in on that now. <laughs> no, no, I was I was letting you go free range because you know I had my little uh, yeah no, the, like I said there was there was a lot of great fights in all of Naruto Shippuden as a whole. Um, obviously, you know, like like we said in the past, like we said, but in all of anime, I would put the Naruto and Sasuke fights probably up there as the best fights in all of anime wouldn't be the best fight in all of anime it'd be one of the best fights because it tells a fantastic story from beginning to end we see killer fucking action the animation is is great for its time and it's still to this day the animation of that fight is still fucking amazing you know oh yeah absolutely yeah so i'm I, I will always say, like, I love Naruto for the fights, and that's what a lot of people will say, is if you don't want to go through all the bullshit of Naruto, watch Naruto for the fights. The problem is, is that that bullshit, that filler, stuff like that, you're missing out on a lot of great storytelling. Because it tell Naruto is a great story. Characters may not be written the greatest, but the story is written very well. And... You know, it's one of those stories that the character's arc goes from I'm the loser no one likes to I get some respect. In all of Naruto, I get a little bit of respect. Naruto Shippuden happens. I have that little bit of respect. Okay, Pain shows up. I saved the village. Now I'm the hero. 
And then he goes from being the hero of the village to being the hero of the fucking world with beating Madara. And then he goes to be Hokage. Naruto basically gets, is one of the few anime characters that we have right now that he had his goal and he achieved it. He got to be Hokage. And there's a lot of anime that's out there right now that these characters are having these huge, uh, these huge, like, this is my goal. But they never really achieve that goal. And it's going to be interesting to see when One Piece comes to an end, is it going to follow Naruto? Are we going to get what the One Piece is? Or are we going to just end with Luffy and the gang riding the ship off into the sunset? You know, like, are we going to have an ending that makes sense for the anime or are we going to have an ending that the fans have been wanting? And that is the a whole of what is One Piece, not the not the oh, it's the friends you make along the way conversation and meme and joke, but the actual like, what is the One Piece? What is this treasure that is the treasure of them all? You know? Yeah, no, it is, it's it's a fucking trip, and I fucking loved every second of it. Naruto um, was a big thing, and I, I guess we should like go from like the fights to actually talking about like the plot and whatnot of what it is. Hmm. Um, what would you say your favorite uh, arc of it was? That's that's hard because there's a lot of really fucking great arcs in. Um in naruto shippuden um i got of course you have your like super filler heavy arc honestly my favorite one would be naruto going and learning sage mode after Jiraiya's passing and then leading into the pain arc where naruto versus pain is our climax to it um oh, i would yeah. say that was probably my best arc that is my favorite arc, and I would say that's probably the best arc of all of Naruto Shippuden, next to the Great Ninja War arc, and then also if you want to count fucking Naruto versus Sasuke as an arc. Um, but I would definitely would love to enjoy. Um, I I would not enjoy. Um, I would love to. Just, no, it, I would definitely say that the best arc, hands down, is the training arc going into the pain arc where it's pain versus Naruto as the climax. I, I would have to agree. Like I would have to say that the, 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 the pain arc is my favorite. I love the pain arc so fucking much. Not only because like first the fight's fucking amazing. Uh, I loved like the setup for it, the payoff for it. It literally felt like you could have ended the series there and it would have been happy. It was a good, it's such a good fucking thing. Because not only like is that the arc where uh, Naruto proves himself that he isn't, not, not only does he not need the, the fucking Ninetales, um, he's, he's just fine without it now. And uh, not only that, boy howdy, is he fucking strong. He doesn't need that shit. That was the moment where he surpassed um, in like responsibility. I think like, I, he, didn't, he wasn't anywhere near where his dad or, or Jiraiya was, I don't think. He was stronger than Jiraiya, but not near his dad. I think his, he wasn't, like, near his dad shit until he, um, got to, um... Until he, 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 he speed-blitzed, uh, what's his name? 
The Raikage. Oh, um, Killer A. Because all the Raikage, uh, yeah. all the Raikage are fucking goddamn it. Rakage. All the Raikage is A, and all the Chinchiriki, the which their brother are the uh, the B. Yeah, yeah. Um. So when it comes to that shit, I fucking love that. Um. And then we also get to see like the moral side of that shit, mm. which is um, him fighting or dealing with the shit. Like, uh, hey, look, Pain is just like, hey, why are you trying to stop me? And he's like, I don't need you fucking wrecking my village. And he was like, why should that matter? You guys fuckers wrecked my village. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I want everyone to stop fighting. And the only way I know that that can happen is everybody knows how the other people feel. Mm. You can say that, like, we can talk this out, but no one's been talking it out ever since the beginning of Ninja World, period. Yeah. Talking it out don't work with people. The only way I guarantee people can know, know the actual way for world peace is if everybody understands one another, and the only way it's going to happen is if they understand it through pain. This is the best way people are going to, like... Because it, it's a dude, and, like, the speech pain gave, like, with the whole... Bro, I've seen, like, it's one of those speeches that, like, even as, like, a, um, even as, like, a, um, non-anime fan, I've seen, like, people show their parents, um, that, like, the, the, the speech that, like, uh, fucking Pain gave to Naruto, and the saying, like, hey, look, um, you can do this all you want. You can argue against me all you want, and I understand you. You understand me, I understand you far more than anybody else in this fucking will be able to. And guess fucking what? That means I'm right. You know I'm right, you hate that I'm right, and you have nothing to say against it. And as much as that fucking sucks, and I much rather would not like to do this, this is what needs to happen. It's not a matter, like, Pain doesn't like the idea of, like, hurting people. It's not a thing he enjoys. In, much ra- in fact, it's, like, one of his biggest traumas is hurting people. Because mm-hmm. he, like, was responsible directly for his best friend's death. Yeah. And he, but he understands the fact that people aren't willing to talk with one another. They get so up in their feelings talking about how they want to defend themselves, how much they want to defend other people, that they can't help but, like, they can't throw that trauma away. It's, it's ingrained in them. It becomes part of them. And once it becomes part of them, they will never be the same and they can never go back to being like kindly to the, those kind of people again. That's why like pain was so up against like, like, Hey, look, I'm doing this for you guys to understand how everybody else you fight. Cause like all the big, big, big fuckers, all you big, like ninja villages do not fucking understand what it's like to be one of the smaller villages. Yeah. You don't understand what it's like to just live your life and then just one day have your entire life get turned upside down because two bigger places wanted to make your life a battleground. You will never understand it until it happens to you, and that is the only way people will understand and talk to one another. Yeah, no, definitely that that moment where Pain has his speech. It's definitely one of those things that you would I would definitely tell people, hey, no one needs to listen to this speech. I know it's anime. Oh, it's some people. Oh, it's cartoon. Whatever. It's a speech that still it hits in real life. A lot of the things that I've been seeing, we see on the internet through social media, how people act in this world. In all reality, they they need to watch that pain speech and understand. 
they need to understand that, you know, this is how this the cycle of hatred is a thing. That, that's a thing, and and, and uh, you know we're we're gonna be living in the cycle of the cycle of hatred, you know, and for all reality, because no matter what, uh, humans live, humans are breed for conflict. There's, there's, that's why I could never imagine the world with peace because there's no such thing as peace. People may preach about it, but people may talk about it. There's no such thing. Peace is, peace is a, a fragment of reality that people want to push on people, but we will never know peace. We will only know pain. And that's what he's telling everyone is that no one will ever, the wars will never stop. The fights will never like stop. Like the whole thing is like, it's a cycle because like like and he brought it down I, I honestly like thought about it and like it's so fucking cool that that is like a, a, a way of like thinking because i've actually thought about that myself is the cycle of hatred is an actual fucking thing that happens irl too like uh all intents and purposes what that is is literally just hey for some unknown mechanism of reasons everything is a reaction to one another throughout life everything is part of a, a very delicate but very strong system in place in which people are caused to act by another's reaction and by doing such a thing it will cause another person to react because of your reaction if a village attacks another village then out out, out of rage because they were attacked then guess what the newer generation now feels the exact same way that they felt and they're going to do the exact same thing back to them or to another person because that has been afflicted upon them once again. It's a cycle in which, okay, yes, you're going to affect the younger generation. You can affect a people. Once you attack a village, they're going to attack back, which is going to cause a never-ending cycle of hatred to one another and eventually lead everybody to hate one another. And once you hate one another, that pain doesn't go away. That leads to stigmas, leads to hate, and overall... It's going to lead to just a worse world for the better. There will be no peace if that's the case. So the only way to properly understand that shit is if everybody knows the pain. I know. um, That's the thing with I. uh, The thing I I learned more from uh, watching anime than I do watching you know life. You know, like a lot of my morals and decisions I make. Anime have a huge influence on it, and the way I treat people is like the things that you know, like Payne says, is that we we need to end the cycle of hatred. And the problem is, I I, I know we're all in this cycle. I want to break it, but you know, I'm one person. I can't change it. <laughs> no, it is astounding. To see that shit, like and. It was one of the first, like, even in fucking middle school, that, like, kind of put you, that puts you into a thought process, too, where, um, bro, it is fucking weird to, like, think of that shit as a kid and to, like, actually connect that to IRL things, like, events that happen. Mm. And, bro, Hant, like, like, like what he said, he told Naruto, like, we're fighting under the same banner of justice. One just threw away sin, and one throwing away, like, peace. Hmm. And it's just like, yeah, we're the same coin, just from two different sides. We both want the same outcome. It's just that you don't know what you're doing, and you don't know what you're willing to do to get that outcome. I already selected my path. I know how this is going to work. And eventually, as much as it's going to hurt people, it will work eventually. It will lead to a working society that I think will work. 
and it absolutely will. However, how many people are going to get hurt in the middle? That's the issue. And that's where Naruto was like drawing the line. And he's just like, what is it morally speaking? Are you willing to let like the future a possible infinite amount of people get away with like murder, death, pillaging all because we are slightly morally just than one another? And you have the, you have the awesome fight scene between like uh, Naruto going in stage mode with the summons and then using shit to actually tactics. Then him using like the Rasen Shuriken throwing it for the first time. Showing off that he not only mastered the, the rusting gun, he's able to implement chakra nature into it, and then he's able to immediately use it to a better advantage. Um, and you can, you can honestly argue that, like, Naruto is also, like, one of the youngest ones, because, like, he created his own, like, one of, one of the youngest, like, geniuses, too, because he created his own jutsu with the rusting gun as a basis. Hmm. And then you also have that fact going into the fact that, like, you know, oh, look, you have the, the moral conundrums, you have the good fight scenes, you have the good story, the setup, with Jiraiya dying, it being like an emotional fucking mess for, for like him, like, it hurt him, it hurt everybody around him, and it was the fir- it was like, what, it's like the, the, it's the first time he lost like an actual father figure. Hmm. And even though he never had like an actual dad, it was the first time that like he'd lost a father figure, and that fucked him up. Because uh, uh, you could argue, he understood what Sasuke meant then. You remember when they were younger, and they were like, what do you know? You've never had that shit to lose. And, like, Naruto was, like, trying to argue from his side. He's like, I've never had anyone. The only person I've thought was you, and you're leaving. He was like, what do you mean you're, I'm, I'm leaving? You've never had any family. You don't know what it's like to have something and then lose it. And now, like, you can, like, see Naruto is, like, actually starting to feel and understand what, that, what he was talking about then. Because that point forward, they're never arguing ideology ever again. Like, all they did was that one time arguing the ideology, and, like, Naruto was kind of stunned, and he just didn't fight. He, he, he said, I'm going to bring you back, but he never tried to argue morals with him. And at that point in time, even they, they didn't argue, they didn't say bring it back. They just looked at each other, and they were like, yeah, no, it's, we know what we're going to do. I understand you, you understand me to a degree. Yeah, no, we, we know what's going to happen. I'm going to leave. I'll see you later. And, and, like, Sasuke, even though he's batshit fucking crazy then... It was, yeah, he understood. And then he left too. This is my favorite fucking arc for a fucking reason. And I think we got off topic again. Uh, I'm starting to rant in like a fucker right now. Um, I, I think we'll do, we'll talk one more fight and then uh, we'll give our final thoughts on the big three as a whole. And then we'll call it an episode for a week. The last fight I want to talk about. It is one of the most pivotal, pivotal fights in Naruto. It is one of the most important fights of the Naruto. It ends a story that has spanned it over two basically um, series, Naruto and Shippuden, and that is the Itachi versus Sasuke fight. Ooh, bro! I wanted that to, shit I wanted, hurt me. I wanted to end this. I wanted to end the episode with us talking about naruto with this fight because this fight next to the pain arc next to naruto versus sasuke it's up there as one of the best fights in all of naruto and we see where itachi basically came from and he explains himself to sasuke why he did what he did and then in the end 
even after they fought and everything, he was still trying to be the brother and protecting Sasuke. I know there's a lot of people who said that Itachi could easily have won that fight. Um, because there, oh yeah, he could. There is, he could have easily won that fight because Sasuke was pushing himself too hard to the point that he would not have survived. He would, or Itachi would have eventually gotten Sasuke the upper hand and killed Sasuke. But again, Itachi's goal wasn't to kill Sasuke. His goal was basically to show Sasuke, or to basically show Sasuke his potential, how strong he can become. And then we see it with the fight, you know, the battle of the Susanoo armors, the sharing guns, the jutsus and everything. And then, of course, it ends with that moment where fucking Sasuke is up against the wall. Itachi is slowly walking up to him, pokes him in the forehead and basically dies. But it's the fact that it wraps up the story of Sasuke's whole MO was to get strong enough to beat Itachi. And he finally did it. And it was one of the best fights in the anime. Animation style, fighting wise, storytelling wise. It was up there as one of the best fights. We literally got to see almost all of Sasuke's like techniques get thrown at Itachi. And Itachi was able to fight them back until the moment where he couldn't anymore. And of course, there was also the fact that Sasuke was losing vision in his one eye because he was um, abusing it too much. And of course, that's where, you know, he winds up getting Itachi's eyes at the very end of it. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched Naruto Shippuden. I don't know why you're listening to an episode of Talking Anime where we are doing our Talking Anime best to talk about this anime that we enjoy. And not expect us to drop spoilers. So, yeah. Triple, what were your thoughts on the Itachi versus Sasuke fight? Bro, I have to agree. That's my second favorite. Um, that I'll have to correct just a little bit. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I understand what you meant, but I gotta correct one thing. Um, Itachi's goal was not to just. Well, it was to teach Sasuke like a lesson, like a morally. But his biggest concern was he wanted uh, Orochimaru the fuck out of Sasuke. He understood exactly, like, as soon as he heard that, like, uh, uh, Sasuke went to Orochimaru, uh, Itachi worked with Orochimaru before. He knew what was up. He was just like, yeah, that motherfucker already put a little bit inside of him. So his whole goal was to force Sasuke to use literally everything he fucking had. Because when he pulled on Orochimaru, he knew Orochimaru would come out of the, the seal mark. Mm. And then he could seal it with the the the, uh, the Yadamir, I think. It was, no, the, the the mirror was the Yadamir. Um, the sealing blade he had. Um, uh, the um ya- Yaku. <sighs> Hold on, let me look it up quickly. Bill for time while I look it up. Um. Yeah. So his goal there was to make sure that uh, Naruto or not Naruto Sasuke, he could get that out of Sasuke, and it was just one last reminder. And he also, in the last moment, also put, uh, right, like, like back when like, the fight in- initially happened and they were having the Genjutsu battle, mm. uh, one of the things that like I-, I always thought of, too, was Itachi wasn't trying to win that Genjutsu battle. He was just trying to put something on Sasuke. Uh, the Totsuka, Totsuka Blade. You... It was the Totsuka yeah, Blade, so- that's what it was. Uh, sort of Totsuka, uh, that's what it was called. Yeah. It's a. It, that's the most like one of the most OP weapons in Naruto, by the way. Yeah. 
Uh, do you know what that sword does? Uh, ceiling. It's uh, uh, in the eternal weapon. Uh, eternal. Oh my god. Eth- oh my god. Words. Eternal. Ethereal. ethereal weapon with the enchanted blade, able to uh, a- uh, capable of sealing the target. Uh, it pierces. So it's it's basically works. Uh, it's almost uh, it's up there with like the Reaper Death Seal. As you get hit with this, it's game over because it seals. Yeah. No. Straight, straight up, what that fucker does, it touches you, you're dead. Yeah. It rips your soul out and it, seals it yeah, in there. Yeah, it puts it into a jar, yeah, and it traps you in a world of drunken dreams for eternity. Yeah, there's no fucking coming out of that. And then, like, he has the, the, the Yadamir mirror, which is a, uh, which is a, which is a shield, uh, which can reflect any physical, uh, spiritual, and chakra-based attack. He has the ultimate offense and the ultimate defense. Literally, just just put in perspective, they had to give Itachi ninja cancer to kill him off. They couldn't have him like die in a battle, and the whole point of that was just just teach uh, teach um, Sasuke the lesson. Let us get him his revenge and let it get him out of the system, and to put in that uh, Sukiyomi on um, Sasuke. That way, when Toby tried to even tell Sasuke about what actually happened. Um, immediately, like, it would be an automatic defense in, in place so that, like, Sasuke would never find out because he knew if Sasuke knew exactly why he had to kill the clan, it would be, like, a big danger both to him and to everybody else because he knew that that would possibly be the reason Sasuke would want to kill Konoha. And wh- even though, like, he came back later and was just like, look, look, I don't want you to. I'd really rather you didn't. I did it for a reason because the village was bigger than the the, the clan. But if you are going to, to kill the village, I will be with you all the way. I can't be there with you or be there with you, but just know whatever you decide, you will have my support. I wish I could have been there for you. I wish we could have had a better life, but that's just how the the cookie crumbles, brother. Mm-hmm. Like we gonna have to do it our own way. And that fight, it like I love that fight the same way that with the pain fight, because you have the setup beforehand, which is like the entire series, mm. and then you have the payoff with it, which is finding out that Itachi was like one of the morally best people in the fucking show. Mm. And honestly, like th- we we can go into like the whole the slaughter of it now, I think, which is the the slaughter of the Uchiha clan, and I've seen so many people say that like. Well, Itachi's just fucking stupid. He could have done something else. And I'm like, fucking, what would he have done? Like, I, I, I've been thinking about that for so fucking long. I'm like, what what could Itachi have done to prevent, like, the, the overall fucking, like, just a coup that was going to happen? Mm. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, there really isn't anything that he could have done. Like, Donza was strong-arming not only... Uh, Itachi, but he was also strong arming uh, Hiruzen. So Hiruzen couldn't do anything because he had the fucking um, Donzo had the fuckers on the, the civilian council and the and the assistants on his lap. And as much as like Hiruzen didn't want that to happen, the Uchiha were like, nah, fuck it, we we fighting, we scrapping, it's gonna be a coup. Mm. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, there's no fucking way that like Itachi could have stopped them as a whole. Like, it, it was straight up, if the fight happened, more, like, so many people would have died, and it would have been a toin- coin toss of who would have won that. Because Fugaku was n- nasty. Even, like, it was revealed, like, in, like, the, the Itachi light novel, 
that like even Itachi was scared to fight his dad because like the mangekyo that he had, he even admitted that like he was his dad was better than him. Mm. He was scared of his dad, and he knew, like that that that's put into fucking perspective. Itachi was scared of his dad. That I don't know what he, Itachi could have done better than that. Like, I honestly like I don't agree with it. It's morally wrong. And it's morally reprehensible, which is why he's a fucking martyr in my uh, my book. I'm like, dude, you're fucking. It, it is. You are a fucking trooper and a half. I just don't know what else he could have done. Yeah, no, that's yeah. the The whole whole like Itachi and Sasuke arc is like as a whole is probably one of the best written. Um, like best written arcs in Naruto, of course. Like their their entire their story as a whole, I think is probably up there next to like, you know, Dryad Naruto's story, next to uh, you know, uh, I think the the next one you could really kind of do is uh, Shikamaru and Asuma. If you really want to try, if you're really like pulling strings on like. Uh, character like relationship growth and stuff like that, and the endings to them, it's you know it's up there. But with that triple, what is your thoughts on the big three as a whole? Big three earn their spot respectfully for a good fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Even today, they hold up their masterpieces, and not to mention we all have nostalgia for them. Mm-hmm. So no matter what I say, there's also going to be that bias towards yeah. them. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm not gonna say they're perfect, but I like a minimum I'd rate them all nine point five. Yeah, in, in all in all reality, if if I had to sit down and rate, um, I, I can't I can't personally rate One Piece. Um, because you're not because done with it I, yet, and it's not done. Yeah, yet. that's the thing. Like One Piece is one of the one of the three that's like still going hard today. That didn't have that didn't end. Didn't have another season come back after ten years, stuff like that. Like it's. One Piece is still going to this day, and it's going for a reason. It's one of the best animes out there for a reason. The big three are the best animes for a reason. And with the talking anime seal, yes, Triple, I would agree with you that the big three are nines in their own rights. In their own ways, they all hit specific details that every anime fan loves and should respect and enjoy because these animes are the best for a reason. They are the big three for a reason. You know, as much as people want to say, oh, you know, we have a lot of the modern big three, none of those animes will stack and have the legacy that the big three has. I'm sorry to Attack on Titan fans, to the Demon Slayer fans, and to whatever other big three people want to like compare them to. These animes have held big three rights. They are the greatest animes for a reason. And there, there really can't ever be another yeah. big three. Not, not, not as an insult, but because the, um, it's literally just the, the situation the three were in that they occurred. Like they were, they were so good that they literally affected every other fucking airing anime at the time, and nearly crippled like the anime economy just because it was these three that everyone yeah. focused on. And 
that's never really gonna yeah, happen. No, we will we will never have we'll we'll never have anything that has the legacy and the draw power of these three. I mean, again, One Piece outsold the Bible as books. I understand that like yeah. Chainsaw Man had like a good manga sales or something like that that outsold One Piece and shit like that, but Chainsaw Man will come and go. People will forget Chainsaw Man. I'm sorry. I don't want to shit on another anime or these other animes that are out there. But yeah, you guys, the one, those animes, My Hero Academia, all those animes, they will be forgotten. Because, I'm sorry, they're not the big three. And the big three are the greatest for People- a reason. The big three are so fucking big that no matter what you do, eventually you're going to run into a situation where it's going to be like, hey, look, even if people who don't watch anime know the name, like you could go to like a random person and it was just like, do you know any anime? Anime, is that like that, that Dragon Ball or that, that Naruto thing? Like legitimately speaking, you're not going to get big three or Dragon Ball status mm really much no. anymore i hate to say that but like it's just gotten too big it's too iconic. i know there's gonna be people and not not to say that there, not to say that there can't be new threes and i'm sure yeah. there are you can easily have a new one but like they're never gonna reach that status again. and i know there's gonna be people out there who are gonna be like well you have trigun and cowboy bebop and you know um what they're classics, they're classics yeah but they're not big yeah, three. But can you ask somebody, hey, have or can you ask an anime fan, modern anime fan, hey, have you watched Cowboy Bebop? Have you watched Trigun? Not Stampede, not the new one. Have you watched OG Trigun? And nine times out of ten, if they haven't, they'll tell you, oh no, but I've seen One Piece, I've seen Naruto, I've seen Bleach in some way, shape, or form. Again. Oh yeah, no. It's again, like it like Straight up, that just that thing. Like, it's just, it's just that's how hey, it is. You know? Look, yeah, I think with that we can pretty much put a cap on this now. Yes, right? and as that, right, this this has been our our big three. Yes, this is officially the end to our discussion and celebrating the big three. Um, I want to thank everyone for sticking through these three episodes, four episodes, sorry, that we've put out um, discussing these animes. Um, we understand that they may not be everyone's cup of tea, um, but they're animes that we love. And of course, that's what a lot of this podcast is, is just us gushing about the stuff that we love in the world of anime. Um, but yeah, um, coming back next week, we're going to start, start talking some random shit. Um, me and Triple have had some great ideas coming through between the two of us. Uh, some funny ideas that we plan to throw out. Some reviews sooner or later coming down. Um, and of course, we had discussed and we will do it. Eventually, me and Triple will probably go through and roast Death Battle's choices and watch Mojo's choices in anime and stuff like that. Because you know, oh, oh, if we do that, we're bringing. Oh a yeah, lot of no, that because that's not going to be just us no, resting fuck no, out of them. If we're doing death battle, we're going to get some like hardcore like death battle fans that love the anime or the anime fights. Oh yeah, absolutely. But with that being said, I have been Mitch. I've and been we triple. love every single one of you. Thank you all for listening to the hashtag best worst anime podcast round. We will see you guys next time when it is a beautiful day to talk some fucking anime. Peace out, everybody.
Peace, peace.